What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How are you guys this morning? Good morning. Uh, Okay, what do we got today? (laughs) Today... Uh, we're doing something this afternoon. You're 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 talking about this afternoon, right? Uh, we're, we're doing room 101 mm. today, and this is oh, okay. Th- this is a little different. Uh, I don't know. I, I know you said you're you're busy. I don't know if you're going to have time this afternoon, but if you could uh, try and stop in, okay, because it's going to okay. be a lot of fun. I'll, I'll see if I can get back early. Okay, yeah, cool. it, it's going to be uh, we, we just go around the room and we're, we're staying away from politics stuff today, except oh, okay. for here on the morning show. We'll talk a little bit, but. We're going to go around the room and we're going to judge each other based on like topics that annoy us. So um, and I'll I'll probably end up reminding you of all that when you jump in the middle of a conversation. But anyway, um, yeah, that's what we're doing this afternoon. So be sure and check out room 101 later on this afternoon because we're going to have a lot of fun today on that. So uh, be sure and check that out. But this morning, trash bags of undelivered mail found curbside of Postal Service employees, Pennsylvania home. There's no problem with mail-ins. There's no problem with, with postal services. None of that stuff. We, we don't have to worry about mail-in voting. Everything's fine, right? All's good. Uh, mm-hmm. is, that a, is, is that a sarcastic? Um, well, no, because just another politician just got arrested. 109 counts of voter fraud because of uh, harvesting ballots. Zul Muhammad. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You picked up bad topic for me because I'm, I'm tired of these guys coming in to saying that they're oh yeah there's no worry about this ball it's because they're the ones doing it all the people that are claiming you don't have to worry about all this fraud this mail-in fraud all this kind of stuff are the ones that are doing the problem they're the ones doing it agreed Tulsi Gabbard has come out and said that uh, you know she was the one that was uh, running for uh, president on the Democrat ticket, mm-hmm. but she uh, she dropped out. Representative from Hawaii, she's come out and she said that voter fraud is a very serious threat. She's looking to uh, outlaw ballot harvesting. I-, I think it's time for that stuff to go away anyway. I, I don't know how in the yeah. world it slipped through at this point. And ballot harvesting is uh, Bruce. You described it once. Ballot harvesting is where they they take the ballots. Or they, they send out the ballot and then someone goes around and collects it and then uh, persuades them, per se, to, to vote in a certain way. Is, is that how it works? Depends on the state and what they allow. But generally, depending on the location, some will just simply go to retirement homes and pick up the uh, ballots mm-hmm. that were mailed into you know the retirees and just mm-hmm. take the ballots before they're even filled out. Other cases, they will endeavor to help those retirees fill out the ballots for them. Um, and same with other locations, you, you, there's counts of, um, politicians going in and literally themselves going door to door, helping people fill out their ballots and quote unquote, helping fill them out, either filling it out for them or just having that little bit of extra pressure of you being present while they're doing it, um, is an, is enough to sway someone's, uh, vote if you will. So. And then, uh, of course, we're, we're also taught we've also talked about the counts of just harvesting a ballot that's empty 
and filling it out themselves, which is fraudulent in and of itself. But, you know, uh, it's legal in some states, actually. So U.S. Postal Service agents found undelivered mail this past weekend in trash bags outside of a postal employee's home in suburban Pittsburgh. The agents with the Postal Service Office Inspector General found the curbside bag Sunday while responding to a report about undelivered mail outside of the home. So, I again, there's no problem with with mail in voting. Everything's fine. Uh, the discovery the, the discovery is among several recent similar ones regarding discarded mail amid concerns about the integrity of the U.S. mail system as a record number of Americans cast mail in ballots before Election Day on November 3rd. Bruce, they're finding I mean, look, th- this is going on. We, we talked about this yesterday and, and we've talked about it before in many other instances. They're finding shredded ballots. They're finding uh, the mailers that are just uh, torn to, uh, uh, you know, torn to a million pieces that are thrown in the back of uh, empty 18 wheelers that are thrown out in the middle of construction parking lots. They're finding mail bags that are just dumped in ditches full of ballots. I mean, hell, we saw video of a U.S. postal worker pulling his mail truck up to the trash receptacle outside of the post office sorting center and dumping the ballots in the dumpster in the uh, in, yeah. in the bin outside we've also had counts of um the ballots themselves actually having uh the name on the envelope and the name inside the ballot being different so the ballot being addressed to someone and then having a different name on the return envelope so when you sign your signature on there it's not going to match the uh mail uh, or the um the name on the uh, envelope. So because of that discrepancy, that ballot will be thrown away. It will be destroyed. Uh, so that's not a problem at all. Right. And that one, uh, whether or not that one's nefarious or just a a simple mistake on the uh, production floor does not matter. It's still a problem that, that it's just another tally for why mail-in ballots are bad. And this is also should be noted that was actually on absentee ballots. That was not on mail-in ballots. Um, absentee are safer than mail-in. However, I still I, I still have questions about the entire election system to begin with because there's so many chances for fraud. Uh, but we're also assuming that the government is actually being the people who collect all these ballots and do all the vote counts are actually being honest anyway. It could be the greatest fake across the board because who's patrolling them? Who's well, who's policing uh, them? Hold on a second, GP. Are you- and just so I'm clear, I just want to make sure that you're clear. Are you insinuating that the government is not honest? Oh, no. The government <laughs> is completely honest. The government has never has always looked out for my best interest. That's right. That's right. Hold on. Can, can you can you speak that louder into your government sanctioned um, listening device, device? My recording device? Yes. 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 Love, love government. <laughs> I, for one, love our uh, new government overlords. Oh, do you? Yeah, I love do my you, government. Do you, do you love the government overlords or do you love the uh, the new, uh, excuse me, the new tech overlords, right? It's this. Uh, it's pretty much, well, it's one and the same, isn't it? Same thing. One and the same, same yeah. Same thing, yeah. All right, so... Uh, speaking of the election stuff, okay, leftists, right? They're a little upset. They're, they're a little upset. And I mean, that's nothing new, though, right? They're, they're a little mad. And GP, you missed a great uh, you missed a great Trump parade down Rodeo Drive yesterday. There were I, I keep not there got were, down? none. There were thousands of people. I'm not even joking. I, I can go back and I can pull that video for you. There were thousands of people mm-hmm. as far as the eye could see. How many people got shot? None. Uh, okay, how many people got assaulted? None. Uh, okay, that couldn't have been a rally because all no, it, it, no, it wasn't. Have to end in it, it wasn't a rally. No, it wasn't a rally. It was just a. It was just people mm. gathering together, waving Trump flags and American flags, and walking down Rodeo Drive. That's all it was. Yeah, it's. Uh, 
But that's impossible because if you get a thousand people, thousands of people together, there has to be mass amounts of violence burning and looting. We prove it over and over again in all the BLM riots, right? But yeah, well, but this no, wasn't no, no. BLM. Those are, those, those are most, mostly peaceful. Mostly, yeah. yeah, those are mostly peaceful protests. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So this one, what is this one? Because this is, I mean, without burning and looting, how can this happen? It's impossible. See, well, it you're wasn't just, a, you're just it wasn't a protest. Up. No, it, no. See, it wasn't a protest though. So I mean, oh, th- there okay. wasn't any burning and looting. So I mean, that th- it wasn't a protest. See, it wasn't it wasn't people looking to uh, uh, to get they they weren't smashing. So the Nike it would be store considered extremely peaceful. It'd be an extremely peaceful gathering. Yes. Well, I, as a matter no, of fact, mostly no, peace, no. Mostly peaceful means burning, looting, raping. You know, beating assaults, cops in the head with, with murder, cops, yeah. throwing weapons, bricks, murder you is, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah no, that's mostly shooting, peaceful. Shooting, so something where they don't do anything is extremely peaceful, right? Is that other um, Well, no. So, honestly, I would argue this was a this was a um, this was a super spreader event. I would argue because people weren't wearing masks, they weren't yeah. social distancing, uh, none yeah. of that. Oh. This was this was a very violent protest. This one was. See, yes, because their ideas um, are conflicting with my own. This was a very violent protest. These were a bunch of white supremacists out there supporting uh, supporting a racist and white supremacist president. They were mostly. Uh, so, oh, I they, see, were, I see. They, they were they were all <laughs> they were all ethnic backgrounds. I can assure you, <laughs> they all they were yeah, most, most of them. Yeah, I've seen most photos of it. Most of them most were, of them were yeah. Latinos. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. A lot of most of them were Latinos. For who? The Trump parade. The, the, rally? the Trump rally. Well, 50 percent of California's population is is right. non-white Hispanic. Right. Right. And, right. That's, and that's, 50%. that's fine. That's the point. And, that, and that's fine. That, but, that's the that's what we're saying, though. It, it wasn't like a bunch of white supremacists that were out there. Right. It was it was, oh, it was a Latino community that were out there supporting Trump, even after the um, the debate. Right. You saw the debate, the, the debacle that that was the, the double teaming. Even after that, Trump was polling 66 percent from a Telemundo poll. 66% mm. Trump was from a Telemundo poll. That is a left-leaning network and he's polling 66% right. from the well, Latino community. Telemundo is a is Telemundo is a uh, breast leaning network. I don't know if you've ever watched breast any of the shows. Network. It's breast it's breast leaning. If you've ever watched Weather on Telemundo or you've caught my any attention. show, any show on Telemundo, you will going to laugh at this comment. Okay, I've, I've never seen any show on Telemundo. <laughs> I, I saw the. I watch Telemundo. I watch. Okay. That's a network. They're down the way from me, and I watch the network, and I watch a lot of shit. I watch the news periodically, but you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, oh my me." Well, yes. I I watched I watched the uh, the interview that Biden did on Telemundo, and it but uh, it was it was a guy that was sitting there doing the interview. So I mean, I I watched that part of it, but um, yeah, they're a little upset. Uh, get back to the uh, the lefties here. They're, they're a little upset. They're losing their minds over Trump, right? He's he's going to have a town hall on NBC the same time as Biden, mm-hmm. and Biden's going to have his on on ABC at the same time. So they're a little upset. They're thinking that well, this is going to be a, a ratings contest. Trump's a TV guy. He wants the ratings competition. He wants to show that the mm-hmm. ratings for his show are going to be higher than the other one. That's what he wants to yeah. do here. Because the media is playing the game that uh, Joe's having these big events when nobody's showing up. I mean, Bruce, you and I saw a video yesterday of Biden showing up to an event in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. How many people did we count excluding the camera people? It was about three or four, wasn't it? That's literally yeah, all it was. Yeah, pretty small. It's, yeah. it's, it's like I said before, it's not fair Okay, I'm playing on the other. I'm playing on this side here. You guys know, understand where I stand. He 
his format and his his stance has always been stay home to tell people to stay home, stay in, don't go out, uh, you know, hole up, you're going to die. And that's been the message of his party the whole time. Yeah, so it's a nationally exactly keep everything shut down please don't yeah. do any production uh-huh. don't worry um we're gonna not take care of you so it is expected that nobody's gonna be at his rallies i like how you're you're taking that line and then you just subtly slip in don't worry we're, we're not gonna take care of you <laughs> you just subtly <laughs> slip that in <laughs> He's right, though. The, the 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 stimulus plans that they're that Trump's like, hey, look, if you send another stimulus towards the American people and it gets to the American people, then he's all for it. The problem is, is the Dems have constantly yeah. put forward a stimulus that would help out their pet projects or their businesses or, you know, things that they will basically they're going to line their own pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they did with all the PPE money, didn't they? Like very little of that actually went to the the, the paycheck protection uh, or not the PPE, the PPP money, the paycheck pr- mm. uh, protection program to the small businesses. That money was supposed to go to Main Street. It wasn't supposed to go. There was to- no businesses. There was no bi- money going to businesses. That was a loan. A loan I, is yeah, not a bailout. I, I understand, but they didn't get it. Is what I'm saying. I, I understand that it was a loan, mm-hmm. but it was that, a forgivable money, loan. Yeah, uh, perhaps. But, no, no, that's another fallacy too. But it was okay. It was a fallacy. Regardless, but I'm saying technically, regardless, it technically didn't go, forgivable, but not. It regardless, it did. Whether it was mm-hmm. whether it was repayable or not is is not the issue that I'm that I'm explaining here. I'm saying mm-hmm. that it didn't go to the. The, the mom and pop shops, it didn't get down to a lot of the main street businesses. It went to some of the big publicly listed companies on the stock market. It didn't get to the, the the small people that have businesses that were forced to close that have had all their wealth destroyed. It didn't get to them to help them save their business. That's the point I was trying to make. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys want to talk about any COVID stuff? I, I, I really, I mean, we're not going to talk about it today. So do, do you want to talk, do you want to touch on this point? I mean, I got some good stuff from your friend up there in New York, uh, Bruce, uh, Governor Cuomo. He's back out in the news. He's, uh, he's writing his memoirs. You know, he's, he's, he's got a lot to oh, say. Oh, yeah. So he's, yeah, he's writing. he did such a fantastic job, right? Well, he did. Yeah. He did. They, I mean, yeah. New York got mm-hmm. hit harder than anywhere else in the world and they did it right. Isn't that what Fauci said? You know, they did it correctly. Well, they. Except for New Jersey, New, Jer- New Jersey did actually surpass New York. Uh, yeah, they did finally, yeah. but yes, they did, yeah. yes. Well, Governor Cuomo in his uh, in his new memoirs, um, he is blaming uh, the GOP and the New York Post for the controversy over the uh, COVID nineteen nursing home deaths. So see clearly, it's not it's not his fault. Th- this is a this is clearly a a, a fallacy with uh, the GOP. And the New York Post. Right. So it's the fault of the GOP and the New York Post for pointing out they were the ones that brought attention to his policies that he passed. So really, it's their fault for pointing out that he had those policies in the first place. I, I got you. Well, yeah, you know, he, if he's, Trump had actually done this, do you know what the media would read? He's Hitler. Trump murders, deliberately murders the elderly. Oh, yeah. yeah, it'd be genocide. Oh, for sure. For sure. Genocide. I, well, they're, no, they're no already argument. saying that he's murdered 200,000 Americans or whatever it is, mm. 220 or whatever it is now, 215. Mm. They're already saying that he's directly responsible for that. And, you know, they fail to remember that the first the, the reason that we locked down in the very beginning was because two million people were going to die or however many it was from mm. that one dude from the yeah, they said that was crazy. It was two million. So um, 
they can't give him credit and say, look, the first numbers were two million and that's why we shut everything down and now it's 200,000. That's uh, that's quite a big difference there. You know, it, it kind of worked if you're going to if you're going to push the two million narrative. Yeah, it, it looks like Trump did actually do a pretty good job. And the fact that we're counting everything as a covid death now kind of skews the numbers just a little bit. You mean uh, but the motorcycle that, crash mm, is not covid? Yeah, yeah, kind of kind of. Don't feel like a um, death by, uh, you know, uh, uh, physical trauma is really COVID-19 related. Just just want to throw that out there, you know, so. Well, I but, have I have a couple of quotes from Governor Cuomo. Uh, he says the most painful aspect I like of yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. He says the most painful okay. aspect of the covid crisis has been its devastating effect on our elderly in nursing homes. Now, he He's writing this in his memoir. OK, in his book what? called The American Crisis. Oh, yes. Uh, he says by early spring, Republicans needed. A- <laughs> Listen to this. He says by early spring, Republicans needed an offense to distract from the narrative of their botched federal response and they needed it badly so they decided to attack democratic governors and blame them for nursing homes uh there there shouldn't have been a federal response that that's not how our system works trump actually delegated the responsibility back to you the governors and you took it upon yourself to well, commit mass murder in this case. Uh, on April 25th, conservative columnist Michael Goodwin published a piece in Rupert Murdoch. You see how he's blaming Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch's New York Post aimed at the New York, or excuse me, aimed at New York with the headline, State Lacked Common Sense in Nursing Homes Coronavirus Approach. It was an orchestrated strategy and a Fox News drumbeat. He says, it wasn't just me, Governor Phil Murphy in New Jersey, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, Gavin Newsom in California, and Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania were all in the Republican crosshairs on nursing homes. As the states with the most deaths were Democratic states, the Trump forces saw us as an easy target. Uh, No, no, you you were not an easy target because uh, of a political game. You were an easy target because your policies that you publicly endorsed caused the needless deaths of tens of thousands of people. So why didn't this happen in red states? Well, see, it's the media. It's the media. And it's the it's the it's the GOP at the federal level. If this happened in your in your state that you control with your regulations, with your ability to override the president, with your ability to not even allow the president forces inside your state without written permission or congressional. Well, a congressional order came by the way, I was being I was being facetious. Just so just so. Okay. But yeah, I, I, was no, being, I know. I just, I just get. I, it's so frustrating that not, people do not. There's know no accountability. How yeah, but there's no accountability. No, they don't understand how, how, how it works. How it works. And they're, he's, he's actually. They've mentioned him several times. Is the people are so dumb they're not going to remember. They're not going to remember what you said yesterday. And that's that's been a politician's mantra forever. Because people are going to believe what they're going to believe, no matter what. Like you know those parents. They overlook their kids that are doing really bad, but they're like, oh, but he's such a good kid. Oh, but he's such a good kid. Not my he's boy. just got done murdering seven people. That. My boy doesn't do that. And that's how people are treating their politicians and their political parties. And they, they got have to stop and have each politician personally accountable, not by political party. Yeah, we have to stop this mentality because that's what everyone's doing. That is what the vast majority of these little squeaky voices that are out there telling everybody the world is ending is doing. And, and people are listening to it. And it, it's a sad well, situation. It is. But GP, I mean, to be fair, we're down. To, are we down to six years before the world ends? Is, is that where we are? Oh, the world. The climate change. No, no. Tw- uh, 2024. So is the climate change is tw- we're down to four years now. When, when did they drop it, it to well, four years? 2024. 
No, no, they dropped it eight. It was in 2016. Eight well, years. it was 12. It was, eight it was 12. No, no, and then it was 12. That was during Obama's time. No, and then no, no, no. Trump, it was 12 on the campaign Trump trail. Elected. It was 12 on the campaign oh, trail. I thought it was, I thought it was Bernie, eight on the campaign trail. AOC's science team of friends that she was drinking with changed it to eight years. Yeah, it was. It was actually 12 years during Obama because I, I remember seeing uh, or 10 years or whatever, because I remember seeing photos of them either in one of the congressional offices or something with a bunch of other people that were all seated around and they were doing a little photo op and stuff of, of college age kids uh, about the whole we're all going to die. We're all going to die in 12 years. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So 2024. I just know 2024 because I have a bet with somebody. They said the world was going to end. Okay, when they the say the world's going to, when they say the world's going to end, no, no, we're going to. It's going to be so hard. We're going to have global famine. The, all the polar caps are going to be melted, completely melted, and there's going to be mass flooding. This is what he said by 2024, and I have a bet with him. He said this is going to, this is inevitable. It's going to be completely melted, and we're going to, you know, there's going to be no more polar bears. So my bet was. We will not talk about politics or climate things until 2024. So that's why I know the 2024 date. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, and I'm, I'm genuinely curious about this. We talked about this a long time ago on, it's, it's really, it doesn't seem like it's been that long ago, but it actually has on uh, our Green New Deal podcast when the three of us sat down and we oh, did the two parter on the Green New Deal. Okay. I, yes. I, well, I want to, I want to know what has changed between that now and, or excuse me, then and now. With uh, with this climate change stuff, because we were just being told a couple of weeks ago when all the California wildfires had reared back up on the West Coast that it was a climate catastrophe. It was extreme man-made climate change. And all, you know, they were all out there with their photo ops and all that stuff. Right. I mean, that's that's what everyone was saying. Your governor especially mm-hmm. was out there with doing the photo ops in front of the burned out houses and all that stuff. OK, so my question is, is this how many years have you been in California? How many years have you been a resident uh, of California? Well, I started. And then left and came back. Okay, so safe so, to say you've been there for years, lots of years. Okay, you've been there for a long time. Okay, and you've always been right there next to the ocean, next to the Pacific, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. In that time that you've been out there, it, it all these years, and especially, mm-hmm. especially between the most recent events, the most extreme events mm-hmm. of of the effects of man made climate change between uh, what was it like three weeks ago mm-hmm. and now. How much have those sea levels risen? They haven't. They haven't. No, no. But see, that's where we. there's a, I don't know. The, someone was trying to explain to me that all the polar caps could melt and everything could be melted and the oceans won't rise because of some magic fairy in the moon. I don't know. This person was trying to explain to me how that worked. It was a scientific way of explaining it that an inch rise in the ocean would only touch the shore in millimeters. So we're not going to actually see it. Well, I've always been Basically. I've always been of the which is yeah. uh, which is understandable. Well, I've always been of the opinion that the uh, the the polar ice caps are like uh, ice in a glass of water. That water is already displaced because mm-hmm. most of the most of the glaciers that we have on the ice caps and and yes. elsewhere around that break off, most of those like ninety percent of them are submerged. You don't actually see them. We just see mm-hmm. the top like you know chunk of it. That's it. We see like the top ten percent, the other ninety percent, and it's already displaced that water. There's, so there's, there's actually there's actually a continent, you know. We, we, there's an entire continent, so there, there a lot of it is actually yes. On, it's called Antarctica. I, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to. Okay, yes. So if you're yes. not familiar with the continent, that is landmass. They don't con- they don't give a uh, they don't call an ice shelf 
a continent. So there is, it is a massive amount of ice on land. And yes, if it all melted, it would rise. It would rise. We, we would, we would have a rise. I've so. uh, looked a little bit into it. And, but we are going through climate change no matter what. We're warming. We're coming out of an ice age. It's inevitable. And through other ice ages, before it went back into an ice age, we know that it was had more carbon dioxide. We've had warmer temperatures. We've had all kinds of things in the last previous to our last ice age. It got hot and it got crazier hotter, crazy more carbon dioxide. But how much of what was going on today is caused by us that is actually, you know, um, us causing the warming? I don't know. Because if we put a bunch of plants out there, if we planted 100 bushes at every home, we would have the same effect. Honestly, so, I'm all I mean, for planting more trees. Absolutely. Yeah, but you so you're into creating more carbon dioxide? Uh, well, no, because I mean, that's honestly, that is the largest uh, contributor to you know uh, CO2 emissions. Well, no, it, it, dying vegetation is the largest dying contributor exactly. to, dying vegetation. to uh, exactly. CO2 emissions. That is the absolute truth. Wait. And they don't they don't mention that. But the but the Amazon forest, that's that's the lungs of the planet. Well, what are you no, talking about? the ocean is. But yeah, I, I realize that that's my point. That's why I was saying yeah. so oh, yeah, yeah. Sarcastically. sarcastically, because they say that the Amazon forest is is that way. And it's not it. it the exactly as you said, Johnny, it's the decay. It's about neutral. It doesn't create and it doesn't lose, if you will, as far as what, what uh, carbon it, it produces. All right. Uh, we are out of time this morning, so we are going to have to go. So be sure to check us out later on this afternoon for Room 101. It is going to be off the wall hilarious. We are going to uh, step away from the nonsense for a day, uh, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. So be sure and check us out. So Bruce, GP, thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners. I would say for all these topics more, but it's not going to be today because today's going to be a, a fun one. So uh, be sure to check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.